all. And I got to tell you, you know, this whole idea that a solopreneur is an entrepreneur is nonsense. It's, it's a totally different mindset that we're looking at things with. It, I mean, it is. You know, today, I'm just thinking of, okay, let's talk about like, for, for me, the three different companies. Because I think one of the things that is kind of cool is that I have three active companies uh, that are in three different industries, right? Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Thank you, as always, for joining me today. Do not share out the episode. Don't share it out until the end. You're either going to find this episode uh, life-changing and truly valuable, and you're going to want to share this out with others, or this will be the final episode that you'll be listening because I will have triggered you so badly from what I'm about to talk about in this episode. Today is the difference between the solopreneur and the entrepreneur. They are not the same thing. And there's a lot of people that are giving entrepreneurship a bad rap uh, because they aren't entrepreneurs. They think they are, but they're not. They call themselves solopreneurs. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to, I'm just here to give y'all facts and the truth and how this thing really works. Uh, if you haven't read the book Castle Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, that's a really great book to read to understand the four different quadrants of working in the marketplace. And by the way, in these four quadrants that I'm going to talk about really briefly, I've worked in all four. I've been in all four now, uh, but they're not all the same. There's good, there's bad, there's ugly in all of them. Um, the first one is being an employee. For me, I call that the J-O-B. That's the just over broke section. I have no problem with being there. And if you want to stay there, it's fine. I actually wanted to stay in that area for my entire career. I had no desire, no aspirations to become an entrepreneur. Uh, but the truth is, is that the numbers don't make sense anymore. Just in 2021, we've had an inflation rate of nearly 10%. And I don't really know too many jobs where you are getting 10% increases in pay. Just not there. So it just doesn't make sense. That's why I call it just over broke. That's employee. Okay. Is that what we're going to be talking about on today's episode? No. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the solopreneur. And that is what I call OAJ, which is owning a job. A solopreneur, by definition, is someone that runs the operations of the business and fulfills the task needed to deliver their products and their services. That's what a solopreneur is. You are doing it all. I was a solopreneur. I was doing it all for a very small time in my company. I remember. I remember in 2005 when, or 2006 actually is when we opened up our Wesley Chapel office. And I remember being the solopreneur. I was the person that ran the entire operation. Y'all, I had my phone in my back pocket. Um, it was this little Palm Pilot thing that I had. 
And I remember answering calls and renewal rehab. This is Greg speaking. How can I help you? And at the same time, I'm rubbing on one of my patients back or their butt or whatever. Like it, it, it was crazy. I mean, I remember like there, you know, working with the patient and knowing that the phone was going to voicemail. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like, and having to call people back and doing this, you know, late at night and early in the morning, man, listen, that's a solopreneur. That's someone that does it all. Uh, like that's not going to get you to time freedom. That is not going to more than like, is not going to get you to financial freedom. Uh, look, you can have a decent living. You might be able to work less hours because you can charge more or whatever, but you're doing it all. And, um, and you know what you are? You're betting on yourself. You're, you're doing it all. You're betting on yourself. By the way, having a J-O-B, you know what you're betting on? You're betting on your employer. You're betting on your boss. You're betting that, hey, like my boss is going to continue to hire me and keep me. And look, man, y'all, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not judging any of this. I'm just giving y'all straight facts. Okay? But I realized very fast that this is not where I want to be. I need help. I need help. And I'm going to have to risk. I'm going to have to bet that if I spend money on bringing someone else in, they, they don't have to know all of it. They don't have to know how to do an eval. They don't have to know how to do treat. But at least if I say, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get someone to do the thing right now that I find very unprofessional, which is me having my phone and being in the room while I'm talking to a patient and being like, oh my gosh, I don't have, I don't have a lot of new patients. I got to take the call. Like, I need, I need to hire someone that can do that. So you know what, y'all? I had to bet on someone else. I had to bet, not just on myself, but now I had to bet on that person. And honestly, I didn't have any systems or processes yet, right? But I bet on bringing in this person. I think the first person I brought into that position was a girl named Brooke. It was back in 2006. For the West Chapel Club, I brought her in. She lasted maybe, I don't know, four or five months or something like that. And then, you know, we parted ways. Uh, and then I realized, okay, I brought in another person. That person honestly didn't last for more than a couple of weeks. So that, that was a hot mess express. And then I realized, you know, I need, this is too painful. But I realized I didn't want to go back to being a solopreneur. So I now decided, okay, what did I learn from those two people? And what can I do to make it easier? to bring in someone else. And then I started to actually write things down. Y'all, I took out like a little piece of paper and I started writing it down. All right. Step one is this step one, step two, answer the phone like this. Step three, do this. Step four, fill out this piece of paper that gets their insurance. Of me. Step five. But okay. And then, you know what I started doing? I started actually betting on my systems, but see y'all, I was an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur like outsources a lot of the fulfillment on what it is that they have to do. I started outsourcing the fulfillment of getting on phone calls with potential customers. Uh, I outsourced the fulfillment of changing someone's appointment or someone wanting to cancel and see if I can reschedule. I started outsourcing that. And then I moved to outsourcing the fulfillment of someone helping me doing the treatments and then outsourcing the fulfillment of someone helping me do the evaluations. And, someone, and then I started to outsource the fulfillment of someone helping me with marketing and getting uh, my company and our brand out to doctors. 
And when I was able to do that, then what I was able to do is I wasn't doing as much of the fulfillment. And then I was actually able to manage the business aspect of it. Like what's happening and how can we put the pieces and who can we put into play? You guys, that's an entrepreneur. You're betting on people. You're betting on your systems. You're betting on your processes. That is not a solopreneur. A solopreneur has no systems, no process. Everything's in their head. And if they go down, they're screwed. I go down, I'm not screwed. But people might come, they might go. My systems might be outdated. I might have to upgrade the systems because your people can only go as far as the system. It's a whole different game. Now, by the way, that game of entrepreneur, well, yeah, you can get time freedom. You can get financial freedom. Yeah, people can make you money and help you make impact whether you're there or not because you're working as the coach. You're working on the X's and O's. You're not out there like playing every single down. You're not out there playing every single minute on the court, but you're sure organizing the game plan. And then there's another part that they talk about in the Castro Quadrant, which is the investor. So we just talked about the business owner, which is, I call it owning a system. You're going to be as good as your systems and your processes. The next one is the investor, which is, okay, now I'm not just betting on my people, not just betting on my systems. I'm actually now going to bet on other businesses. I'm going to bet on property. I'm going to bet on um, the economy. I'm going to bet on other people's uh, endeavors. Guys, that's stocks, that's crypto, that's, that's, that's actual real estate, that's other businesses. That's the investor, y'all. And I gotta tell you, you know, this whole idea that a solopreneur is an entrepreneur is nonsense. It's, it's a totally different mindset that we're looking at things with. It, I mean, it is. You know, today, I'm just thinking of, okay, let's talk about, like, for, for me, the three different companies. Because I think one of the things that is kind of cool is that I have three active companies uh, that are in three different industries, right? I have a brick-and-mortar company, which is physical therapy clinics, right? I have to bet on our processes and our people. Our people suck. Like, our clinics suck. Like, they suck because our, our, our people, our processes, our values, they're off. That's me. That's the systems that I create or that my partner uh, creates as well. And that's the people. It, it's, that's, that's how those businesses work. Whereas, whereas um, you know, the, the other business is uh, my virtual staffing agency in the Philippines. It's the same thing. It's based off of our systems and our processes and the people. You got to bet on that. Which is totally different than when I was a solo practice owner. Like, bet on me. Bet on me. Now, if I went down, we're screwed. Company over. I've seen so many people that have these mobile practices or they got a solo clinic and literally they're one COVID diagnosis from being out. 
Like I'm talking their business being out. Why? Because the whole fulfillment of the business runs on them. They need to deliver the products and the services. They need to answer the phones. They need to treat the patients. They need y'all. They they are literally living Covida loca away from living La Vida broca. It's over because they're solopreneurs. They don't want to bet on anyone but themselves. They think that the world lives and dies with them. Guys, I've been humbled enough to realize that if Greg Todd unfortunately gets into a car wreck tomorrow and is out, the world is going to go on with or without me. My family would be devastated and sad, but they're going to have to go on, and they will. My team here at Physical Therapy Builder will be sad, but they're going to have to go figure it out and go on. Smart virtual staff would be sad. They're going to have to figure it out, and they will go on. Renewal rehab might be sad, (laughs) but they're going to have to figure it out, and they'll go on. That's just it. See, I've been humbled enough to realize that life is going to go on with or without me. Life is going to go on with or without you. Like, if you don't want to go after your goals and your dreams, and you don't want to make it big enough to where you bring on other people, that's fine. Somebody else is going to do the thing that you're thinking of, and, and they're going to make the impact. And you won't. That's fine. And I understand that, too. Like, I understand that, oh, if I don't do it, nobody's going to. No, somebody will eventually do it. Somebody will eventually um, fulfill out their calling that God has on their life. And I just will have to live with me not doing that. And that's it. There's a massive difference, y'all, between being a solopreneur and an entrepreneur. Let's not get it twisted. Solopreneur trusts nobody but themselves. An entrepreneur trusts people. That people will help take them to another level that they can't get to by themselves. An entrepreneur understands that I've got to bring a culture. I've got to have amazing communication. I've got to start to build processes and systems so that it can make the people's lives better. The people need to help me with those processes and systems. And together, collectively, we can do some amazing things. I, I can tell you this. At uh, you know, my consulting company, we actually just recently hired two people who were looking to hire two to three more people uh, in the next month or two. And, um, and my life has already exponentially improved, enhanced, just hiring those people. Um, but that's what it takes, y'all. You've got to invest. You've got to invest. So that's the thing, y'all. It's, it's an investment mindset that you have to have. You've got to be willing to bet on people besides yourself if you really want to make true impact. You're not running a true business in, in the purest forms if you're just doing it by yourself. Just doing a little mom and pop solo shop and, and more power to you. But y'all, that's the difference between being a solopreneur and an entrepreneur. I want you to ask yourself, hey, as we go into this new year, like what, what do I want to be? Like what do I want to be? And if you want to be a solopreneur and you want to continue to be a solopreneur, then just bet on yourself. Okay? But if you want to be an entrepreneur, then what I'm going to say is, uh, not only bet on yourself, because you'd have to bet on yourself, you'd have to bet on yourself more because you're going to have to lead people and you're going to have to create systems and frameworks. And you're going to have to probably invest in people that already have systems and frameworks that you know you need, right? And uh, it's going to take another level from you, but there's another level of benefit that will come of it. Love you guys. Till next time. 
Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. If you have not done so, please subscribe and review this podcast so we can move up in the rankings and get more people access to the Wealth Code. Now, I know this. If I've taught you right, I told you, you got to bring value to others. And the best way to bring value to people is by sharing the things that have brought value to you. So share out this episode with your friends. Tag me in it. I'll give you a hug and a kiss later on. Okay, and the final thing is this. If you would like to hear more content from me on how to leverage your business today, go to gregtodtv.com forward slash leverage. I have given the most amazing training on how to leverage your business so that you can access the wealth code. Again, gregtodtv.com forward slash leverage. You're done with me. Go over there now. All right, y'all. Let's make your days count. Till next time.